Whether you want a laid-back trail to hit with friends or you're planning something more adventurous, All Trails Plus is your guide to making the most of your time outdoors. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus with code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. Ladies and gentlemen from the Microsoft Theater here in downtown Los Angeles, brought to you by Sean Porter Promotions. All right, everybody, welcome to the Portaway Podcast. I don't do this often enough, I don't think. The show it's once a week, man. That's that's plenty. No, I mean like the introductions. And, you oh, know. oh, okay. I don't know where they're at on your screens, but you know we got Carson A. Merck. We have Anthony Brunner. On time today. Sean Zaitel with the boxing. Fight height. Yeah. Fight height. Fight back height. To back weeks of doing that. Fight height. Whatever. Whatever. Fight height. Yeah. Hey, hometown intros too. You know what college. It might be it might be a copyright thing. Sean just doesn't want to say fight hype. He's just like boxing <laughs> excitement. <laughs> hey, you coming out with Sean's I tell hype in a minute. Yeah. I ain't gonna say who I hear more about, but you know. Hype Williams. Oh. <laughs> what is it? Fight hype? I got you. Yes. I think from now on, fight hype. No worries. No worries, Sean. Until next Tuesday. Yeah, fight hype. <laughs> what's, what, what's going on in boxing, Sean? Zatel, not Sean Porter. What's going on in boxing, man? Hold yeah. on, let, let me oh, let me say what I got to say oh, first. Oh, man. <laughs> Blessings is pouring down in the Porter household. Okay, what what we got? We had a relative turn one hundred years old. Okay, okay, okay. And um, not 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 the one hundred that you guys, I'm sure. Are probably envisioning, but or imagining one more than ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, Carson. Huh? Okay, I'm, lo- I'm lost. Said now. The, the I'm lost. The hundred that we're thinking of, like, well, because I, I think. Oh, well, tell me if I'm tell me if I'm right if I'm wrong. But my one hundred year old great great, possibly more great, possibly great 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 auntie, um, she can still feed herself. She can she can speak with no problem. She uh, remembers her life, remembers her stories. Um, my dad had someone come and document the party last night, and <clears throat> the person wanted to do interviews with everyone and ends up talking to her for like 30 minutes. And it was genuine conversation, not having to not her having to repeat things or, you know, anything like that at all. You know what I mean? So she is. Um, a fully operating 100-year-old woman, which I think is pretty rare, uh, especially in this day and age. So I, I get it now. The wording was yeah. strange. Like, oh, what I do? Like, what I say? Well, you said not the hundred you're thinking of. And I was like, <laughs> oh. So, so it was. It was that she is doing especially well for somebody that yeah. is 100. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah. Did, you, did she have any? Uh, any any like gems you can drop on us that she gave you over the weekend or uh not me um well i mean for me i think the gem was so i kind of was i let everybody else be with her and spend time with her and everything and then my dad was like hey you need to you know go over there and take some pictures with her and things like that and i said you know what i don't want to just take a picture with the woman and say i was with my one my 100 year old auntie like i want to at least have some type of conversation with her and things like that so I've been down Flora is her name. So she's my aunt Flora. And for most of the people there was a uh, grandma Flora. Um, but for me, <clears throat> I've been down for aunt Flora and she's trying to open up her candy. And I said, I said, auntie, you need me to open that for you? She said, yeah, please. Can you open it? And when I grabbed it, she had already got it ripped and everything. She just kind of needed the, you know, the rest of that done. So 
I opened it up and anybody who knows that I have a sweet tooth, I gave it to her. She says, you can tell them they, they need to bring some more candy over here. I said, I don't think you should have any more candy. But, you know, I was able to kind of, I guess, in that small little moment, see, you know, someone who's still got plenty of personality, plenty of of, of character and, and a little bit of attitude, too. You know, so was it, was that it, was it. Was it Werther's or was it the strawberry candies? It was the Snickers. Okay, I thought it was, it was just a classical old timer candy. Uh, I had a had a uh, one of one of our cousins put uh, her face on the one hundred uh, the the one hundred grand Ooh, uh, nice. candy bar. It's an underrated so candy bar as well. It is an underrated candy bar. I said, uh-huh. uh, she said, you you need to tell them to bring some more candy over here. I said, well, you got a hundred grand bar right here. You want this? And she says, uh, she said, yeah, I'll take that. I said, well, do you like it? Do you want something else? She said, no, nah, that's fine. I said, I was like, look at this woman doing her thug thizzle at one hundred years old. You know, so she had fun. That's they were playing, yeah, man. They were playing music and she was bobbing her head. You know what I mean? And on on beat and all hey, that kind hey, of. You want you want that at hundred, don't you? Listen. <laughs> I did. I'll be, and, I'll and be I dead long not, before I get hey, there. Hey Carson, I don't. I'm good. I told my my lady all the time. I'm good at fifty. Yeah, I'm, probably, <laughs> I, I, I'm 34. I'm I'm good at fifty. <laughs> y'all y'all lose me I'm at fifty. I'm not getting no. I'm not getting hey, no. Anthony was good. Somewhere. Yeah. What, I'm good at fifty. <laughs> I kept that. telling myself like this is not about you. <laughs> I, I kept I kept thinking like yeah, if I can get to hundred, you know, I was like this ain't about you though. It's yeah. about her, you know. But it was special. I'm glad that I came home for this uh, just a few days. And then um, real quick, I'm off to do NBC uh, in New York at West Point. Uh, NBC fights on Thursday. So real quick, the main event is um, uh, Stephen Shaw, who is uh, 14-0 against a guy by the name of – last name is Franklin. What is his first name? I'm forgetting his first name. Um, the Turtle. And he and he's 18 and 0. So we got 14 and 0 against 18. Heavy heavyweights too. A heavyweight, yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be a fun, fun fight. Rock them. It it should be fun. Actually, should be fun. I got some work that I need to get done uh for that to you know for my side of that. But when I keep looking at it on just on not on paper, but like looking at both these guys fighting styles. Both guys undefeated. Yeah, 18 and 0 against 14 and 0. It's gonna be a good fight. You'll see a lot of that. Yeah. NBCSN yeah. per usual, Ring City USA. Yes, sir. That I'm that has been a. I know you mentioned it previously, but that has been a common thing with some fan questions. They'll like include, "Oh, hey, by the way, I wouldn't know about these Ring City fights if it weren't for the podcast." So yeah, I've seen that a few times. So that that seems to be seems to be a nice little bonus. We had a lot of boxing yesterday, though. Some good, some bad, some strange, good, bad, and the ugly. Let me because I never want to disrespect start? anybody or oh, I never no, want anybody to feel disrespected. So okay. I always just want to make sure I get their names right and all that kind of stuff. Jermaine, oh, yeah. that's his name. Yeah, Jermaine. Jermaine Franklin. And he's uh he's coming out of Saginaw, Michigan. So yeah, so, do, should we start with Michigan? Should we start with Tony Harrison then? Let's do it. Oh man, Tony. Gotta get, gotta get some people. Uh, tune off the uh, Thursday night basketball games on TNT and flip to Ring City, right? Why, guys? There you go. Yeah, yeah. double double screen that. But yeah. there you go. Yeah, Tony Harrison. I, so my my initial takeaway from the draw, and correct me if I'm wrong, did he maybe just look past this guy a little bit? He did not look like the Tony and the Charlo fight, man. Either I mean, Charlo fight. You're right. Yeah, exactly. 
I think it was a mix between the rust, you know, being off almost a year and a half, and him underestimating Perella a little bit because he showed he showed no regard in his defense, you know, especially in the first eight rounds or so, just walking him down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he did that good in the second Charlo fight. He walked mm-hmm. Charlo down in the middle portion of that fight, but he kept mm-hmm. his defense very tight. Mm-hmm. And with Perella. You know, I, I get why Carson would ask if he underestimated him because he, he was walking him down with, you know, little to no regard for what was coming back. And because of it, he got he got nailed a number of times and, and stunned a number of times in that fight. That's why he got the draw. Yeah, it was it was it was like you said, it was it was a lack of regard for what Perella and Perella brought it. He was he was there all night. He he was there to win and. Yeah, Harrison just like he was there to be hit a lot more than we've seen him recently there to be hit. And even if I know they mentioned on the commentary, there's sometimes where he's getting hit and his head is popping back. So whether it's hurting him or not, it's right. the judges it's point. and it's and it's a point and the, and the judges can see that. So, yeah, it was it was an odd performance. What do you think, SP? Um, it's it's you know, I think <clears throat> it's. It's always a fine line between making excuses and just trying to like really figure out what the uh what the what the real true reason is, you know, why you know somebody underperforms or doesn't really do what you expect them to do. The the first thought is that he did, you know, in fact underestimate Perella. Um but when you take a closer look, you you do have to consider everything that he's been through. In the last in the last year now, yeah, maybe even less than a year. And we don't. I don't want to contribute at all just to obviously probably the biggest death in his life with being his dad, but his dad also being his coach. Yeah. Um. When as soon as he comes to the ring, I look at my dad like, hey, who who who's did you see who's working his corner? Well, his brother's working his corner. That's that's the natural maturation of his of his um of his life and his life in the ring because brother was always in the corner and so when you say well you know his head coach who was his dad is not there anymore but the guy who really has a bigger voice than his dad is right there I kind of feel like I should take out that component um I feel that Tony may be at he may have um plateau he may have this may be the Tony that we saw just last night may be the Tony that we'll, we'll get you know moving forward um speed didn't look like it was there to me his power didn't look like it was there to me and um and his boxing ability didn't look like it was there to me you know and i i for you i know that uh sean mentioned ring rust and i just i'm a fighter that doesn't really believe in ring rust so it's hard for me to contribute it being that but you do have to take into account that he has been out of the ring for some time as well um at any rate i really didn't see draw in that fight uh, I thought that one. I thought that Perella deserved the victory. I thought that I thought that even earlier on in the fight, he, like he really came to work last night. There early, I thought he lost like rounds one, two, and three, and even three. I was like, man, that's kind of a swing round. And if Tony doesn't do anything different, this is going this is going to start to you know get a little hot. A little hotter than 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 Tony wants, and sure enough, I I really felt like rounds four to the end were were really controlled. And there were some other rounds that were you know a little little bit more back and forth, but I felt like Perella controlled a majority of the fight. And then he, he just, got hit with a big shot, and I thought Tony was about to go to sleep. 
it just seemed like, off. Like everything yeah. just seemed off. Like Sean, when you were listing everything, like the defense wasn't there. His, you know, usual quickness, being able to kind of get around a shot and then return one, everything just seemed kind of off. So I don't mm-hmm. know if if it's a. I mean, it is definitely a combination of what both Sean said: ring rust, obviously losing his father, which is massive in your life, and then factoring in the small equation of boxing. Yeah, uh, and then even kind of just underestimate. I mean, it was just kind of disappointing uh, to get a draw, which is, I guess I, I, I probably had Perella by a round or two, but yeah. Um, and maybe what Jermel Charlo did to him too. You yeah. Know, kind of think of it, right. You know, we, we know about guys after they get uh, a devastating knockout, they, they, their reflexes aren't quite the same and they slow down. And this has been a few times that Tony's been knocked out. And exactly. I, I thought that, you know, just the slightly, you know, disagree Sean that I still saw some of the speed and the power coming forward it was just what you said the third thing the boxing ability mm-hmm. he's just sloppy he's just mm-hmm. sloppy he's he still to me showed the the level of talent that this guy Brian Perella shouldn't have been able to hang with him and make mm-hmm. it a life and death fight so mm-hmm. I think I think he can fight better than he fought last night but I don't know if after being knocked out a few times yeah and, and a guy that his punch resistance yeah. has never been that great, and now mm-hmm. he's getting hit more than ever. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but I, um, I do think maybe there's a decent fight there with him fighting the winner of Lubin versus Rosario if Jamel vacates after his big oh. fight. has been, you know, yeah. announced or whatever. But, but yeah, I mean, we're all basically seeing and saying the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. he and, almost and, has to. He's at that point in his career. He has to take that fight. What I seen last night, he's not ready. But yeah. Styles makes fights. But what I seen last night, he's not ready for those two. Anymore. I could see, I could see him beating either of those guys on a good day. But I think the the Tony Harris we saw yesterday does not yeah. beat both of them or even potentially either of them. Yeah. But hold on to that word sloppy. Hold on to that word. So let's say we was disappointed in Tony last night. So I'm guessing Sean wants to transition to Demetrius Andrade. Um, Damn. Yeah, well, it, I know we got I know we got one more on Fox, but damn. Oh, it did, I, I didn't have damn. I didn't I didn't have much on the other Fox fight. Yeah, I, all right, cool. Then let's move forward. Young guy got beat, but uh, damn. Uh, what, what you, you know, I was talking about, talking about him. The young guy. He, no, the young guy. About, hey, he's talking about Boo Boo. He's not talking about. How you know? Because he was sloppy yesterday. Oh. Oh, you gonna do him like that? Oh. But, he, but he, he was sloppy yesterday to an extent that he's usually the opposite. He's usually, if anything, too cautious and too calculated, and maybe too technical. And yesterday it was, and and if you look at the first two rounds, he wobbles him in the first round, he drops him in the second round, and when he dropped him, it was, it was literally the most basic possible thing. It was off a break, one two, and he was down. And, yeah, 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 and then, but yeah, from there it was, it was not the Demetrius Andre we're used to seeing. My man got problems. I'm, it, it upsets me. It, I, and he I don't know have, what he yeah, can't have. Ahead. No fights like that because in the position he's in, you he can't have a fight like, like that. And what is then they're gonna say you don't even deserve Charlos. See now, here's every the thing. fight, every fight. So you got you got to do one thing. If if people are, are are avoiding you, you give them a reason to avoid you. You don't you don't t- you uh, yeah yeah you don't underperform. You don't not do what you can do. Not do everything you're supposed to do. That fight wasn't supposed to go twelve rounds. 
And so my thing is exactly what you said. My my thing is we need Boo Boo to be in the in the best fights that he can be in the best fights in the world. I and I said this on Twitter. I feel like he's deserving of those fights. But then last night doesn't make me feel like you deserve the big fights. And I know and and I know that this is going to reach people. And I know that I would the show wouldn't be what it is if I didn't say this. And so I'm going to go on record for saying there's no other fighter in the world that I'm more biased about than Bubba Andre. Not even myself. Not even myself. I, I'll, I'll tell you that he he's I, I'll say I'll say everything about him. I'll never say anything about myself. But when I do that, I need you now to back it up. Don't back it up because Sean said all this stuff. Back it up because this is what, what Sean believes about you. And you did not show me what I believe has always been there, which leads me to believe you haven't been in any big fights. So 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 your training is not at the level that it should be in. You 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 feel like you can't get these big fights. So you're taking whatever they're giving you and you're going in the ring with whoever you are. And now the thing is, if I, if we give you a big fight, are you now you're gonna are you gonna underperform because you've been underperforming? It's unconscious, you don't even know. Are you gonna undertrain because you've been undertraining? It's unconscious, you don't even know. So I think now he's a more dangerous fighter to himself than he is to anybody else. Yeah, my my thing is if you're going to have a performance like Boo Boo did yesterday, or or kind of in general, he's not an explosive offensive fighter. Mm-hmm. No one would argue that he is. A lot mm-hmm. of people think he's boring. A lot of people think his fights are. And ugly. guess what? I'm the only one that will argue that he is. Yeah, or, or one of I think, few. I think he had. I think he has moments of being explosive. He, you know, yeah. I yeah. Think, I, well, and I, I last night or uh, yeah, yeah, last night. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he's gifted enough to be, but I just think in general. So if you're not known as a great offensive fighter, you don't have huge one punch knockout power. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that you damn sure better be as good as you are normally defensively mm-hmm. and just tactically, mm-hmm. but you can't be, you can't have a lack of explosive offense yeah. and then also be sloppy on defense because yeah. then what, what are you really, what are you really doing? And yeah, he, let me, let me counter your point, Sean, about what you said about the big fights. I think it actually might help him get one of the big fights. And I think he actually might be ready for a big fight because, and Eddie Hearn said it, you saw him get hit. He got hurt. Why would you not fight him? Charlo, Triple G, and the Charlo thing has been going back and forth for so long. There was a back and forth with Charles Barkley and Draymond Green a few years ago where Charles Barkley was like, I wish I could punch him in the face. And they yeah. brought it to Draymond Green, and he said, well, next time you see me, punch me in the face. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. So for, 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 <laughs> if I'm boo-boo, I'm like, hey, you yeah. think I'm not that good? You saw yeah. me not fight that well? Come, come beat me up. If well, it's that you. easy, do it. Thank you for pulling me off the ledge because I was about to jump. And Sean, devil's advocate, the Ugas fight, you look like shit. And people thought you was going to get, you know, you're my guy. I can't mute you no more. I know. I know. The mute mute gets like a week suspension. But that was why. Hey, everybody, that was Sean. They had nothing to do with me. He'll he'll never get muted ever again. That Uh, went on where I told you that. Yeah, yeah. So, so it. Yeah, anyways, you know, going into the Spence fight, you know, people before that, they, if you would have fought Ugas or you would, would have just went Sean Porter and then said, you switched it up a little bit, obviously. Yeah. yeah. They would have been like, you dominated Ugas. The fight would have been, oh, yeah, he got a shot. It went from people 
like, oh, yeah, that could be a good fight to Sean got a shot because Very of your performance. Mm-hmm. But then you when you go in, we, we knew, Sean, all of the circle, we knew what you was mm-hmm. bringing. But people really thought you was about to get dominated. Mm-hmm. It, it probably made it easier for, Earl, easier for Earl to get take the fight, even right. though he broke the belt, but that made right. it a little bit easier. Right. You see what I'm saying? So right. that Makes was sense. performance. Right. Don't take that away for what that man has done his whole career. Yeah. That's part of why those guys still think twice about taking the fight. Um, yeah, but, but like, why would you just do it? Like, you can't. It, the Charlos, I, they're great fighters. They're both great pound for pound fighters. But if you're gonna talk like that, like they've both honestly kind of talked about Boo for years, then fight him. Then get take. And Eddie Hearn said yesterday, we offered them a lot to come on the zone. If they don't want to do that. Demetrius Andre will fight on Fox, no issue. And it won't is be- it, And is, here's the and here's the even sorry, no go Sean, ahead. Go, no, 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 go ahead. Generation just like dares to be great. Sean, you dare to be great. Yeah. Do you just dare to be great? Yeah. Like, I get it's a money, but do you just yeah. dare to be great? Yeah. I want the great, I want the best. Yeah. Some people just want to make money. Because again, we're talking about those fine lines, and it's a fine line between being great. And losing everything that you have and being great and people respecting it and you moving forward, even in a win or loss. You know what I mean? And so, you know, just kind of I use myself as an example. It's not many fighters out there that can lose. I've lost now three fights and I'm still at a very I'm still regarded as as at an elite level. And that just that's kind of it's kind of rare. I mean, we've seen it, you know, Marquez and, you know, and and, and Pacquiao and, you know, it's a. There's a, I mean, there's a host You're of other guys level. out there, but huh? <laughs> Did he? What? Hold on, what? Hold on, what? <laughs> is he froze? He froze. That's what this you get. Classic. This is classic. No, <laughs> you don't hear what he said though. He went out like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> he went out like a champ. Yeah. He'll be back in a second. Just well, like, yeah. Well, I mean, you know. So I now. think now I think the 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 facade of being he back, baby. Beat it. I froze. And the, the, the facade of being undefeated and the facade of kind of, you know, I'm, I'm risking everything. Uh, when that comes into play, a lot of guys are like, no, I'm not going to do it. You know, and with, and with that being said, this is the crazy thing, because I, I didn't take very many notes um, with I had the parties going on yesterday, the, the celebration. Excuse me. So I didn't really, you know, n- note things like I normally do. But I did note this as it pertains to Boo Boo Andre. And I thought he looked bad last night. I thought that I thought he won, but I thought that uh, uh, he wasn't clicking the way that I know him to click. You know what I mean? When he gets in the ring, it for me when he gets in the ring, it's I'm, I'm there's a there's a there's an attachment to him, almost like my brother getting in the ring, and and it's and it's and it's that real. You know what I mean? So I didn't see what I wanted to see, and I think that a lot of disappointment, and even with all that. If he were to fight the way he fought the other night, he'd still be a problem for everybody in the in the in the one sixty and one sixty eight the pound division. But he he also so, he also won by a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He yeah. looked bad, but like he yeah. won was ten to two. Hey, we hold him up here. It, it's kind of yeah. it reminds me of like with Caleb Plant against yeah. Caleb Trex, where we yeah. were like, yeah, I'd like to see more, and we're like, yeah, he won every single round. Against yeah, Trex. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Boo Boo didn't look great, but like he still won by a, a large margin. And, he, he, and, and, he and so here, go ahead, Sean. He did look like you got to favor Jamal Charlo if they fight, and he comes in the ring like that. You know, he got hurt yeah. bad by two right hands. Yeah. Um, what was it, the third and the ninth round? Yeah. And Charlo has a has a bomb over right hand. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
what what you what Carson and you were saying is so true about Charlo. Like it's it it's been beyond time to step up for Jamal mm-hmm. Charlo. You mm-hmm. know, like he I he would you know I understand his camp would talk about how Triple G there was a Triple G fight they tried to make earlier this year, mm-hmm. but apparently. You know, they didn't, they, there were some opportunities to get the Canelo, the Canelo fight, you know, mm. his, his brother saying, you know, that, you know, they get mad at each other sometimes, but he's saying he turned that opportunity down when it comes to a Benavidez fight. He's talking about, you know, catch weights and that kind of stuff. The Daniel Jacobs fight, Danny Jacobs and him have that face to face, you know, face off mm-hmm. for whatever reason that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. There's quotes of him talking about Andre. Well, he's not going to get any money. And, you know, I'm not going to give him the fight because, you know, forget him getting the the, the big purse. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, you're fighting Juan Macias Montiel. And I know he's got 22 knockouts and 22 wins, but it's been beyond time to make a fight with Andre or or a guy of his caliber. So right. especially, and, and, yeah. especially if you're if you're on the elite level and it's champion versus champion, clearly that's that's what we want. But even if it goes beyond that, if you're talking trash directly about somebody. Like, Sean, you haven't really, like, I mean, you had, like, some, you know, verbal jabs, whatever, but not, like, anything significant. But that would be yeah. something, like, if I'm calling you out forever, yeah, and then, like, just do it. Just fight him then. Yeah, like, yeah. Because not, you're not going to have a rapper talking about another rapper without them eventually. And then they don't, like, ever have yeah. diss tracks or anything. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Carson, how long, how many years has this been going on? Forever. It's like, been, it's been <laughs> forever. Crazy. Like, and so I'm like, years, I, I get it. I think it's a great, I think it's a great fight. The the Demetrius Andre we saw yesterday loses the Charlo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That specific one loses the Charlo. Mm-hmm. Demetrius Andre typically, I think, beats Charlo. And 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 this is why I'm gonna say that because I looked at my dad and I said, This boo-boo right here struggles with the Charlos. I don't know if he beats the Charlo brother, but he struggles. I said, This Charlo, excuse me, this uh boo-boo um gets beat by Canelo. Um, I say he this boo boo gets hurt by Canelo. I said this boo boo right here, I'm pretty sure struggles with Benavidez and or Caleb Plant. I think the I said I think Caleb Plant. I think that one he 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 could manage better than he could against Benavidez. But this is not the boo boo. And and I said and this boo boo might even lose to Triple G. Uh, I said, but even with me saying that, he still is a problem for all of those guys because he has this element to his game. He will, you'll never catch your rhythm. You'll never be be able to catch your timing with him because he's a, he's a little bit like Andre Ward in the sense that he knows where to play the game on the outside. And then when to play the game on the inside, and that's a hard rhythm to really pick up and guys that can play the rhythm like that, you they'll lose a fight, but they'll, they'll lose on both feet. You you would have never hit him hard. It would have been uh it would have been a boring fight that everybody was on their on their feet for the entire fight. And you like, damn, like I can't believe you know this was, but that's that's who Boo Boo is. You know, he's he's slippery. He's one of the most slippery fighters in the world. Even I think that he's got to bring more offensively moving forward. And I think that even the, the defense that he lacked last night, I think that he's he brings that moving forward and uh he's he'll be all right like that lead uppercut yesterday where you're talking about where it's just awkward that's yeah. not something you see that typically yeah he was firing that and landing it and so that's something where it's just not expected so yeah at his best like if we see a great demetrius andrade there are not a lot of fighters i think in his weight class that can beat him 
Yeah. That that guy yesterday, I don't know. He was he was he was he was really boo boo yesterday. Yeah. And not his nickname. So the, and and th- I think that that's why I'm so ab- upset. Like this is I'm I'm figuring it out. I'm upset because I don't know what boo boo I got now. Yeah. And the boo boo that I know is one of the greatest fighters in the world. And that's not the boo boo that I got last night. Yeah. We, he's not active enough. He's not active against great fighters. I don't train with him, so I don't know what his training regimen is like. Like I'm, I'm I'm almost like forget coming on my podcast. Come train with me for a minute, just so we can make sure you good. You know what I mean? So, um. We'll see. And Eddie Hearn also said he can't be at 160 forever. Like, he's a big guy. Yeah, he's a big dude, and it might end up at 68. But yeah, it was uh, it was frustrating. But got the win. If he could fight the way he does early in fights for all 12, you know, he might be, you know, the best middleweight on the planet. You know, because he when he won his title um, in Boston, he dropped a guy from Africa, Walter Colton Dakwa, four times. He drops uh, Williams early last night. So I just think Sean really, like, he got at the the best points about it when we first talked about him, which was, uh, you know, level of competition stays down here. And you just keep mm-hmm. fighting guys like that. Through, through a lot of it's not a fault of his own. And maybe his performances are starting to dip a little bit because he's not having the challenges in, in the guys in front of him he needs. So right. hopefully he gets that, you know, uh, finally. Even crazier is from a business perspective, and I don't know if I'm telling on anybody, but from a business perspective, you, I, I got to wonder if these other promoters and people making fights, uh, 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 matchmakers, if they're watching, just like, no, we're gonna dry him out. We're gonna, we're gonna, it ain't even about his age. We just want him to get get stone cold. Well, thank you. He's apparently making good money. You know, he was one of those fighters that that took took the zone up on their offers when they first mm-hmm, launched. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. good for him in that regard. I think yeah. that's partly too why he's not he wants the big fights, but you don't see him exactly dying yeah. for it. So yeah. and it's always better. We've mentioned it before, but to go off his performance yesterday, it's all it's always better to have a frustrating win than a frustrating loss. Yeah. Like if you don't fight well, yeah. you'd much rather get a win where people are like, hey, it wasn't that good than have that same performance that you lose. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it didn't end up really being the worst thing. But mm-hmm. the other last fight last night. <laughs> the last, the last, oh, man, it was a terrible day of boxing yesterday. I don't know what. I, so, Triller, by all accounts. I, I'm, I'm going to do like Sean did, lean back on this one. Yeah. It, it was just, it was just, it was a lesser quality or serious product last night by all uh-huh. accounts uh-huh. the one my one takeaway or my one major takeaway was the actual boxing match of the evening was red catch and progress oh, uh-huh i don't know what the hell <coughs> i witnessed there <laughs> so he he first off it was if the punch landed that put him down it was above the belt line uh-huh and he just falls down and is he's a hand down, man down, like rolling around on the ring. The commentary is kind of kind of clowning him a little bit. And then they show the replay from a couple angles and the punch barely landed like it, it grazed his like kidney area by like a tiny bit. And they stretched this man out. It always looks worse in slow motion. I mean, it always well, looks like. Not too bad in slow motion. Yeah. But then I feel bad for pro Grace, and he he kind of mentioned. So he doesn't get a KO, even though he clearly stopped him. And right. Red Cash just didn't want to fight anymore and was right. down. Uh, so that ends up going to the cards. But yeah, that was 
for being the actual boxing match on that card, that was arguably the most ridiculous of anything that, that took place. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have an issue with Jake Paul. I mean, making his money, I guess like, but it's not, for, it's not for us. No. And, and I, yeah, I, I guess that's the best way of putting it. It's not for me. <laughs> it's not for you guys, but it is, it makes him money. It, it's just that it, it always is going to come back to the is all attention, good attention for boxing. Hey, that's, so that's, that's all you wanted to say about Regis progress. Uh, was there anything that I missed specifically about him? I mean, Red catch. We, shouldn't, we shouldn't talk about him. Got a good check. You know, uh, we uh, kind of a, a uh, let's talk about his check. Maybe I don't know what you're even alluding. Give to. him Adrian Broner. Well, yeah, like it's okay, thriller, so maybe oh, that's coming no, off the I'm saying, like we talked no. about AB, gotcha. we talked okay. about what you know what I mean. Yeah, I like, got you. Um, beyond you know that punch, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, I, I thought he beat a guy. Now I feel like it's forced, and we shouldn't. No, do no, no. I thought he. No, no. Let's go. I thought he beat a guy. I think I'm just frustrated by how ridiculous the ending was. That no, he he dominated the guy he was supposed to dominate. Um, Red Catch is kind of a character, but. Um, no, I, I, I like progress. I'm not, I'm not confident or I'm not sure what progress looks like at 47 against top guys, but. Oh, uh, anyway, I think he rock at one. I, I, I thought he looked really good against Geraldes last Halloween. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, I was hoping for him to kind of come out with a similar performance, but you know, he, he should have finished the fight with the knockout. And um, one reason why I was hoping he would, for him, you know, go out kind of guns blazing. Well, not guns blazing, but get, you know, get a quick stoppage is um, Tiafimo Lopez, we all know, is fighting on Triller in June 5th. And they're going to, if they figure to have any kind of long-term partnership with Tiafimo, they're going to need opponents. So, uh, you know, for, for Regis's sake, you would hope he, he was going to bomb this guy out in, in spectacular fashion and not, you know, weird, R- ridiculous action. Yeah. So, um. But, I think he's a good fighter, though. He is, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, okay. Yeah, I think, I think, I think he's a really, really solid fighter, and I think he's competitive with pretty much anyone at 140. Yeah, because right? like he didn't get blown out by Josh Taylor really at, you know, when they fought. Sean, you you fighting Regis next or something? That's what I'm saying. It, yeah, it, I, I, it was very like <laughs> it, it, I thought I missed. I feel something like you making an announcement. Like, yeah. go, hey, the floor is yours, champ. Yeah. No, Ruguru. Oh, okay, okay. Sean, Sean prefers the Ruguru at uh, Cedar Point, the roller coaster. Ruguru, yeah, I do. I prefer that so, one. It's a quality yeah. roller coaster. Yeah, man. but uh, I think he's a I think he's a good fighter, and I'd like to see him fight AB because they've kind of talked shit to each other for. Hey, all subject. Y'all going on roller coasters after thirty years old? Yeah, I'm not 30 yet, but yeah, I will. Whatever. You and the 30 yeah. crew. Yeah. I've been on one roller coaster. That one over here at the Adventure Dome. That's it. I don't do roller coasters. Yeah, no. Hey, what's what's funny though? We so we got Cedar Point back up out here in Ohio, and I swear to God, every year I x off a roller coaster off the list. Like ever since I turned 30, it's like I can't get on every ride that I used to get get on, and I just x I x one off every year. Gosh. That's I mean, you went skydiving, so you're a little crazy there. Yeah, I'm, and I'm done skydiving too. I can't do that no more. Yeah, that was never my stage. <laughs> yeah, um, I went. Have, I went four times, and that was it. Did anyone have any like ex- extensive takeaways from Jake Paul at all? Like, <laughs> yeah, I did not. I, I, I thought. I think you know what? I honestly think um, for, for <laughs> as long as he's been boxing, he's doing really good. 
for himself. You know, I, all jokes aside, the kid's got some power in that right hand. I thought the... Does I thought, he? I mean, for relatively speaking. Uh, at a top 10 level, you know, winning a world title, no. I mean, those guys, I think, could eat his shot fine. I, I, I say top 50. He can't mess with I, top I, 100. I wouldn't want to eat it. Eat yeah, it. no, no. I, I wouldn't want to eat it. Yeah, well, he's so, also... Like kind of like Sean said, he he's three and zero. Like so, people people are like, oh, well, who could he beat a world champion? Find me a three and zero fighter and put them in with a world champion at any weight, and it's not going to go well for the most. And it's, it's crazy because with those guys and and with the their level that they're making money at, that's that's yeah. why everybody's yeah. mind goes there. It's just they're accelerated. Saying, yeah, they're saying, hey, you making money up there with those the way those guys are. Fight those guys, but realistically, no, he should not be fighting. Any anybody probably past ten and zero, no. uh, a serious you know Olympian who's ten and zero uh, a, as a professional fighter. He shouldn't I, be fighting I, those guys. I don't think he can no. probably beat anybody in, in the Porter camp, and not talking about Sean. Oh, that's interesting. I I, Ooh, I don't think he can fight way. a real boxer, a real boxer like the way Sean. Can, I don't think he can beat one of those guys. He said a real boxer. You know the way Sean I'm and real Porter do. <laughs> I'm talking about a real could, boxer. I think he could beat some of the guys real boxers fight in their first five or six fights. You know, when you're fighting a guy who's mm-hmm. you know, five and seven, five and eight, I think he might be able to beat some. I think, I think he could probably beat some of those guys. He's got a little talent, man. Yeah. You know, I, I, I just I think he's what he is. He's three and oh, like I, I just, I don't know I, how I, to I, evaluate three and oh fighters. And I appreciate you so much for doing that Carson, because and like the end of the day, this is going to reach the, the boxing world. In the boxing world, this is what you need to know. You you got to let go. It is what it is. The, the, the world has moved into this era that we did not, I guess, maybe for the sake of words, probably the people who are surprised and annoyed and aggravated and mad. Y'all didn't know it was going to go this way. Apparently he did because he's making he's making moves and he's making it do what it do. Yeah. Why get mad? Why yeah. get upset? It is, I mean, I don't get mad. It is, it is gross, you know. But I don't. It, I'm like, I'm grown now. I'm like, it is, it is what it is. You know. I, I, I think we're showing our maturity. We, we, yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. I think I, you, I, I'm you like, have to look at it for what it is. It was a three and zero guy fighting the guy making his professional boxing debut. Like yeah. that's it. That's yeah. that. It, he, the boxing again, world is mad because he gets the kind of hype and publicity that a, that a majority of the boxers deserve. Because he, ESPN was all over it. I'm like, he, come on, he ESPN. did this a different way. And Dude, I was just, gonna say, like, tough shit. Like, yeah, it just is it. what it is. So, he did it a different way. You know, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just yeah. like, so like, it, it's a, it's a difficult comparison to make. But yeah. like, Master P gets a, a roster spot in the NBA back yeah. in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't think there was Same another thing. player that could have made that that team that maybe Same had thing. played extensively, like? Master P was a was a good player, but like he yeah. was Master P. So it was like right. I, I just think do I think boxers deserve more credit? Sure. Do I think there are boxers that should get the checks he gets? Absolutely. No question mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Am I mad at him for getting those checks? And am I mad at people for being interested? Absolutely mm-hmm. not. You like no. what you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, different strokes for different folks. And I think well, I, I'm not, not either, for us. No. that's why I you know I try to make a point of it to give the, the young man a lot of credit for how he can fight. I think he can fight, you know, you think he could beat me if I got in the ring with him, you know, but, um, and I'm not, you know, I'm not hating on him getting his money. He's smart for doing what he's doing. Very smart. But, um, it's like a, it's like a societal microcosm. 
Yeah. Where yeah. We're, you know, and um, yeah. you can't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah. You know, yeah, but so. it, it's it's like, man, we've come a long way from HBO pay-per-view or yeah. pay-per-view with these class. With, yeah. We've had class and, yeah. um, and, and beyond class, you know, the best versus the best. And this is boxing's fault. You know, we, we, uh, we, look we brought it. this on ourselves. You look know? at it with rap music. I mean, there, there are garbage, horrible rappers that have number one songs yeah. and it's like, okay, but what about, you know, underground rappers that are actually <laughs> talented rappers? It's like, sure. You know, people in society like what they like. They're kind of goofy stuff sometimes and kind of how it goes. And to get a rap, like, and to get into why you know society or America or whatever is so attracted to this stuff, and not maybe you know maybe stuff we de- like you said, Carson, not the good underground rappers or the the good movies or the the big fights, and they want this kind of stuff. Would we'd have to get into a whole other discussion about yeah. life and politics and et cetera, et cetera. But you know, as far as this is concerned, you know, Jake Paul is being smart. He did his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get he cashed out. Yeah, get your money. Uh, do do what you do. I have no. And I got I got to do this before uh, our guest comes on. We got uh, Chris Ariola, the nightmare, coming to the Portway podcast today. But before we do that, big shout out to my man Lupe Fiasco. He streamed a performance of his first album, which we released 15 years ago. Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor. Um, I would say arguably, definitely one of my, I would say top three, uh, favorite albums ever. And, uh, I still keep most of that on loop. And so that was special for me to see him do his thing, um, uh, uh, on that future stream. That was tight. I know Carson, I know you tuned in. Yeah. We bought tickets and all that kind of stuff. People were like, yo, you got tickets to that? I was like, it's a yes, Lupe it's Fiasco. A pan- so and it's I'm a pandemic, a- damn it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna do what I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Wifey cool. didn't come up. She didn't come up and watch with me. Yeah, no, it was a, it was a, it was an interesting time for yeah. an interesting time that we're in, but I definitely yeah. some all-time classics on there. Yeah. And I'm mad at, at I'm, I'm, I'm 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 severely mad at uh him and uh Royce the Five Nine. I feel like they they just threw me all the way under the bus. They Definitely. rolled over me, and then they re- they they put it in reverse because they did. They talked about me again, yeah, in reverse, and did it got a damn again. Yeah. How, um. So did I not? Re- I didn't read that wrong, did I? No, did you, 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 you. No, you did everything perfectly fine. Your text. Spit at them. Tell them what I saw. <laughs> Tell them what I saw. Yeah. I, uh, they, I don't know what they were they were doing, but they, they gave you your credit for being a great boxer, which was yeah. nice. But yeah, that was uh, it was. But no, I mean the ticket. The, the ticket that I was gonna buy was like you know one 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 hundred and some change, and it gave me access to for two minutes on their podcast. Now here's the thing: you're like, well, why would you pay for that? Why don't you just reach out? Da 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 da. And my thing was, I want to support my dude. Like that's that's been he's my guy. Like since 2006, since I heard Food and Liquor, I'm like, I'm rolling with him till till the wheels fall off. And the best part about it was, I chose a dude that that puts out very good music, or yeah. at least music that I really like and can do just about anything to. And so I'm like. I'm at home about to get it, but I have been gone away from home for like a week. Wifey comes in the room, like, get off your phone. I'm like, let me do this real quick. She's like, well, no, you need to be off your phone and, and with the kids. I'm like, uh, all right. So obviously I'm buying a ticket. Not a big deal. Hold on, hold on. I ain't even got kids when I get that. Oh, it's going to be worse. Yes, it's going to be worse. 
So I toss my phone to the side. No biggie. I come back like four days later and that ticket is gone. gone. So I, I, I wasn't going to do nothing at all. I'm just like, it's gone. I expressed that to Carson and Carson said, well, why don't you hit him up? I'm like, no, nah, I ain't going to do that. I'm Let cool. me also say what you mentioned earlier where you were like, why would you pay? When you were like, oh, yeah, I didn't get this ticket. I was like, you literally have direct contact to Lupe Fiasco and Royce the 5'9". Yeah. So yeah. you could, if you want a meet and greet, you can just FaceTime him at any and, point. And I think that was Royce's thing. Royce was like, yeah. yo, I, let me let me holler at Lou. No biggie. Yeah. But, I, but I wanted him to know, like, I'm I'm supporting Lou. I don't, it's yeah. not really about the the uh the, Conversation the space or, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, we'll get that whenever it happens, you know. And so uh I come back a couple of days later, grab the ticket, and I lightweight was furious because that ticket was gone. And um, so I had I I downgraded or whatever, but I did reach out to Royce. And then Royce, like, yo, have an offline conversation <laughs> with my guy about it. Like, don't get on online and then speak oh, on it. Them. Yeah, they yeah, cooked on the podcast. So, yeah, so they get on the podcast talking about yo and Lou Lupe, like, yo, I don't know what he's talking about. I'm like, I'm I'm watching the podcast. I'm like, you don't know what you have on your on the internet, you don't know what you're selling. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, that was that was all bad. But yeah, concert was good. I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um I know he announced that he's doing Lupe's gonna do more shows, real yeah, shows man. in person. Yeah. Yeah. As everyone starts to get vaccinated and get healthy, yeah. but and let uh, me yeah. say this before uh before Chris comes on too, yeah. I I appreciate you Lou for doing that. One of my top favorite albums, uh Lupe's Fiasco's Food and Liquor, and you did not cheat us yeah. in that show. I mean he 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 went above and beyond, you know, for as much as he could do. And he had Dame. He was in uh, Dame Dash's spot, it looked like. I yeah, guess yeah, it was Dame Dash's said. spot. Yeah, Dame Dash Studios or something like that. That was wild, too. Yeah, That was yeah, that wild, was, too. Yeah, that was a good time. Hurt Me uh, Soul, best song on the album, uncontested. But uh, No, nah, it was really contested. No, nah, that was a good time. Are y'all going to have a whole... Hey, we, we talk boxing here. What the, I don't know what the hell going on. Let's get we back went, to boxing. We just went on Chris. All the way over here. Let's yeah, get back yeah. to boxing. You y'all lost me and Sean that time. We fell asleep. No, I gotta get a quick shout out to Royce the Five Nine. Death is certain. One of the best top ten half hours. These fools lost me. Yeah, shout out to Royce. Shout out to Lupe for sure. You want to do a quick uh, fan question there, SP? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get him until he. uh, So, uh, so Josh Nagel Productions on Instagram. Favorite sneakers of all time for you? Mm, Oh wow! I actually have the answer to that. Uh, Kobe Bryant's moon boots. Oh no! And I got a story too. I got a story. Please elaborate. And it's a, and it's a hey, crazy Carson, is he talking about them, them ugly ones? Yes. I oh, wish I had them with me. I wish I had them with me. R.I.P. Kobe. Yeah, R.I.P. Kobe, but man. Yeah. All right. So, like, it's it's a new world. I moved to Cuyahoga Falls, and I'm, and it's, I'm in seventh grade, and I, I go out for the basketball team. Believe it or not, this is really, like, the first time I'm picking up a basketball. Holly really played, but I'm an athlete. And of course, you know, you, you, you make the team as long as you sign up or whatever, but I'm an athlete. So, uh, I can handle myself and I'm not saying that I was completely brand new, but I just, I really basketball or excuse me, football and boxing was my life. Right. So fast forward, I'm a fast forward the story, right? I'm standing across from who else Carson, but David Lane, big league. Happy birthday. Yeah, man. Happy, happy belated. Dave got on the moon boots. And and I got on some shoes that have absolutely no grip. Remember, I'm broke. I'm I'm in seventh grade. I'm broke. I had on some white Nikes that had no 
uh, no traction shoes that had worn through the winter time. Yeah, the long cut, the lawn mowing shoes on. Yeah, yeah. Listen, anyone it was in, so bad in Ohio that, knows <laughs> it was so bad that before before the game, I had to I got white shoe polished and white whitened them up. That, that's oh, how bad those shoes. That's how bad those shoes was. Right. So, but I'm actually giving Luke. I'm giving Dave fits on the court because I'm fast. And my defense is like, you know, I'm real, just like boxing. You know, I'm I'm heavy with him on up. And he comes down and he does this little shake move and crossed over. <laughs> and I and I slipped and fell, man. Only thing I saw was I seen moon the boots. moon, I seen the moon boots go across my face. <laughs> right. So like I kind of was like, I was, it was like I was eyes wide open, new city and all that kind of stuff. And I just remember like. At that point in time, like I had never really played ball. So again, like being across from a kid as good as he was, as young as we was, I kind of was looking at this dude like I want everything he got. And so I looked at the moon boots. I was like, yeah, I got to have them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't gank them from him. I, I wasn't living like that. But uh, I bought, I think I have like three pairs of moon boots now. Yes, yeah, that's, that's excessive. Are you rich? Yeah. That, that's, yeah. That's yeah, excessive yeah, yeah. in general. But, um, <laughs> So I no, I just saw my CPA a couple of days ago. Yes, yes, I am. I ain't mad at you. So you mentioned on Twitter, Demetrius Andre was was arguably the most underrated boxer. Mm -hmm. So Rube Vision on Instagram wants to know what fighter is the most underrated. Uh So so. who do you got? (laughs) Who's the most underrated? I don't know. No, No, it would be Boo Boo. Boo Boo is side of Boo Boo. I can't. Anyone I don't else? Know. Nobody. Okay. No. Fair enough. I don't think anybody's overlooked. I don't think anybody. No. You know what? I feel that Andre Ward. I know he's. I know he's retired. I know. You know. But I feel like he. I feel like he is a goat, and people don't know that. They don't realize that. This man has never has not lost a match since he was twelve years old. Like. And the things he's done, I mean, he had a tough road, too, coming through the pro ranks. It wasn't the same type of tough road that some guys get, but he had a tough road where he just was underlooked. Everybody would expect it, this big blast when he came to the game, to the pro game, and it really wasn't a big blast. And I think that people started to kind of doubt who he was and what he could do. And then before you know it, he wins the Super the super 6, I think it was, whatever it was, um, the Super uh, Middleweight. Um, tournament that they did back in the day um and i think after that people started to recognize who he was but i mean he goes the entire his entire life without losing any matches virtually his entire life without losing any matches and people don't really even catch on to who he is until he fights kovalev people don't really understand what he what he's capable of until he's fighting kovalev and he's almost done with his career you know so can i throw one out there yeah keith thurman you think Keith's underrated right now? I do. I think Keith mm. is just, and part of it obviously is inactivity. But I gotta say what that's coming from, Carson. I think people just put him on the back burner. It's like Keith Thurman has one loss, and it's yeah. Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, but he had a great yeah. performance. Yeah. That was a, great a great performance. In a great performance, he's beat Sean Porter. He's beat yeah. Danny Garcia. Like yeah. he's beat a lot of those guys we mentioned before that are just kind of were the rough and tough guys. Like mm-hmm. Keith Thurman's beat a lot of great fighters, and I think mm-hmm. I think Keith Thurman is. 
a player as at, towards the top of that that welterweight group. But hey, hey, Sean, rem, rem, reminds me of uh, of uh, Eddie Murphy, and he comes back and he does Coming to America too, and everybody's expecting 1980s uh, Eddie Murphy. He's not 1980s Eddie Murphy anymore, and I think because people held Keith to this high uh, level you know, four or five years ago now, four four years ago now, they still want that Keith. And we are not getting that Keith, whether it's a match or whether it's him on social media, anything like that. We're just not seeing. So? I don't think we're seeing that Keith. You know, Keith. You don't Keith think we used to see that be, in the ring? Or, uh, I don't know. I don't he know. Still, he but still do, got this. I do know that. Yeah, exactly. I do know this. I know that Keith used to be so cutthroat. He used to be so not no nonsense type. And I don't think, and that's what I mean by we don't get the same okay. Keith anymore. Yeah, we don't. Because I was going to say, because I think, I think if somebody gives Keith a shot expecting not Keith Thurman, I think they could be in for yeah. help. I ain't doing that. Hey, if hey. my dad came in here right now and told me we was fighting Keith Thurman, I'm, I'm grabbing your hamstring and saying I'm out. No, no, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 so, Sean, uh, go ahead, Zatel. Go ahead, Dieter. Oh, no, no. Just about Thurman, I think. We were talking about how great uh, talent Boots is. I think um, he's the best talent since Keith came on the scene in 2013, 2014. Mixture of speed, movement, and power all in one. I think <clears throat> that's how good Keith was when he was coming up. And I just yeah. want to add a name um, to the underrated list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I know he got something. Don't Steve, say Sean Porter. I think I swear. <laughs> Showtime Sean Porter. No. Oh. I think uh, Stephen Fulton. Um, boy, Steph. Yeah. As much. Does he open people's eyes against Angelo Leo? Like, I, I think he gives anybody at 122 the work. Mm-hmm. Anybody. Akhmadaliev, mm-hmm. uh, the winner of this Nary Figueroa fight, they're walking into a buzzsaw as long as yeah. Steph shows up in the form he was in last time. Right. And I think if Nayawa Nuye, for whatever reason, felt like moving up to fight him, he would get beat. So, and, and then as far as prospects go, uh, Chris Colbert. So, oh, so do we nice. want to, okay. or, as we wait for Chris Ariola, the nightmare, it's oh, 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 looking like he question. might not make it. So I, I go got ahead. a quick question for Sean. Good. Okay. All you guys. Yeah. Will we ever see Manny Pacquiao back in the ring? Yes. 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 No question. Okay. Yeah. I thought, I thought, okay. No, I just, I think. I mean, he, I'll, I'll give him a chance to maybe no. You never know. Here comes I just think the, the money, I think the money is just too there for him. Like uh, if he's not like desperate to retire and they're going to give you this, this kind of check like i just have a hard time believing he'd be like nah, and, good and carson obviously he have to fight a big time guy like for sure John maybe Earl. maybe who else is mikey parents you know mikey, uh, mikey he we know what happens in mikey yeah, he'd fight he'd fight him though who cares if he knows what he's gonna win either way i'm saying it's the money there though because yeah. you know he yeah. only wants to get in for the money i think the money would be there People going to pay for the Mikey like they'll pay for Earl, Sean? Not to that. No, I think they would prefer those ones, but I think it could still be there. So we mentioned a couple of the fights. So Showtime came out with nine fights coming up. And I know already that multiple of us on here have different opinions on these on this slate of fights. Are we um, go with uh, fan questions? Yeah, we and we still have right, some, cool. but, but let's, let's run through. You say that every week. <laughs> We have a lot because we have a lot, but we also. I have know people watching is like, man, ask my question this yeah, week, oh, we, man. Hey, we're gonna ask unless it was stupid. But the uh, so. do we have enough to do like one whole show? Yes. Like, yeah. Well, let's just let's just do that. We'll do, it do that on, on on popular podcast. When we finish this show, then we'll record another one. Like right after okay. this, doing Maybe. that, we'll see. 
Um, <laughs> he right, knew so, what asked when he said that. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> so, of the fights, and I'm just going to quick fire them, and then we'll kind of go back. So, Luis Neary, Brandon Figueroa, Nordin Ubali, Nonito Donaire, Jamal Charlo, Juan Montiel, Tank Davis, Mario Barrios, uh, Chris Colbert, Your Yorkies Gamboa, mm. Jamel Charlo, Castaño, uh, Rigandau against Casemiro, Benavidez versus Uskategi, Stephen Fulton versus the winner of Neri Figueroa. I don't like most of them. Mm. <laughs> Anyone else have any opinions? I, I like most of them. That and that I was waiting for you to say it because because Ant was like, oh, I like these, and I was like, I, I there are very few that I enjoy. Yeah, most of those room. are good fights to me. They okay. are, yeah, these are awesome. Are they? Like, do you really are you really that interested in Jamal Charlo and Montiel? No, no, you can't. Come on, that's one of the ones I'm. Come on, man, why are you gonna do that? That's one of the ones I'm like. After are, are you dying to see? <laughs> are you dying, to, Sean? You know how much I love. I'm not dying. No, no, I'm not dying to see any of these fights. No, but I'm saying of these guys. So like, I know what you're, you're about to say. You know, you know much I love Cuban boxers. Yes. Do I'm, I do I care to see Gamboa and Colbert? I know that's the other one, Carson. That's the other one. Now the rest of them. Rigging down. I take that. I take that. Casemiro is going to blow the doors off of freaking Dow. I'll take the, the Charlo, Brian. That's going to that, be entertaining while it lasts. That one is good. Um, that, uh, Tank and Barrios. Those are the only two that I'm like truly ben, interested in. Benavides and Jose. That's going to be entertaining while it lasts. I, I think the while it lasts caveat that you're throwing in there is why I'm not that interested in these. Like I think Benavides. Hey, some people and, say Sean oh, Porter, hey, Porter, Porter Earl. Will be entertaining while it lasts. Anyone who thought that was just stupid. <laughs> but though, yeah, I, I just, I think Luis Neary. I think he hammers Brandon Figueroa. I Steve, just, Steve, size difference there. Yeah, the, the the Fulton winner of Neary and Figueroa would be entertaining. Um, yeah. That's obviously towards the tail end. That's gonna be in September. Rigandale, you don't like that one? No, I think like I, I Rigandale. I think I think Casemiro kills him. What about uh, he puts up an undisputed title fight, you know, with the uh, Akhmadaliev, or may, I know there's some rumors Akhmadaliev will maybe fight uh, Rai Salim. So that yeah. brings us. And I, I guess there's some, like, if you play connected dots where I'm like, yeah, after this one, maybe this could happen. But like mm -hmm. the fights itself, like uh, Charlo and Castano or Castano, that is going to be a good fight. That's yeah, gonna I've, be been, I've been asked for that for years. Yeah, that's going to be entertaining. Um, and then Tank and Barrios, I think, will be entertaining. I think Tank wins, and I think Charlo gets a stoppage. But yep, um, how, how y'all see that fight going? That Tank fight. Some people talk to me. They thought it's a blowout. Uh, KO. It's uh, a big, big size difference. You know, man. Mario Barrios is a big guy. He can punch, but he doesn't have uh, you know the myriad of skills that uh, Javante Davis has. Tank's gonna. I think Tank's gonna know how to get underneath. And get to the body. He's one of the best body punchers in boxing. Tank is the truth, man. You know, is the only guy that could beat him. You know, when he's fighting someone his own size is himself, and when he's fighting someone bigger, I don't think Barrios is at the level to knock him off. But Barrios, he's got a good left hook. Tank's got to watch out. He's got to come prepared. But um, and that's I the only pay per view. And that's the only pay per view fight on the list. And the co-main is the aforementioned Erickson Lubin right. versus Jason Rosario. Yeah. Um, which is a good fight. Um, I think it will show why he should be on the pound for pound list. Top 10. I agree. I, I think 
like you mentioned, I think Barrios is maybe just a little too average, if that makes sense. Sure. Like I think to beat Tank, you have yeah. to be well, something well, that, yeah. special. And I just don't I think Barrios is a really solid fighter, but I don't think he has um anything for Tank except is for that he's tank, bigger. Is Tank yeah. trending t- towards one forty seven? Well, that's crazy. I mean, physically probably, but yeah, I was just- I was just wondering because you know he's a big guy. So you think this is it? One forty. I give him credit because I thought him really topping out is one thirty-five. I think he sticks at forty if he can. I think he sticks at forty. Okay, because I'm about to say if he gets up there with boots. What were you saying? In the next, Mm, that's a great fight. Boots and and tank. Yes, a great. Oh, that that's a that's a crazy fight. That's an amazing fight. That's a that's a five about three five years down the road. Now I think, I think down the road boots would win that fight. Y'all talking too much, and my man just signed off. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Well, we didn't oh, man, but, but oh, I love that fight, though. I don't, that, I don't fight know if, be, that fight would be crazy. Here he is. Here he is. That's okay. Oh, I love that. Just, ooh. Okay. Hey, because <laughs> earlier, earlier he said, are you dying to see any? No, I'm not dying to see any. I'm No, I don't care about any of those fights. But that one right there, yeah, I died to see that one. The Nightmare. What up, my G? How you doing, man? How you doing, still, man? He's still ugly. That's for sure. <laughs> What's up, dude? You got a good personality. <laughs> How you doing, my G? Boxing right here. <laughs> How's it, how you feeling, man? You what? Uh, two weeks away? How you feeling? Two weeks away, man. I'm feeling great, man. I feel Very great. Good. I'm I'm anxious for the fight, but now I heard. Yeah, I heard you got your weight down. Yeah, I'm about down to like two forty, two thirty-five. I heard that. Boy, boy yeah. out there looking good. Yeah. Boy, out there looking good. Trying to rejuvenate trying to win, himself. Man. Trying to win this fight, man. This is this is a win or go home type fight, man. I dig yeah. it. I dig it. What are you expecting in this fight? Action. Yeah. That's that's one that's for sure is the action. But yeah, um, I'm expecting to be sore on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> that's for damn sure. <laughs> but it, 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 it's an action-packed fight, that's for sure. It, and and because we know it's going to be action, I think that that's why this is a pay per view fight. And then the, one of my guys is actually going to ask you why this is a pay per view fight. Yeah, I, I was. <laughs> I like I like the matchup, and I think it's a great fight. Like you said, it's going to be action. But you are you frustrated that people are mad that it's pay per view? I don't think it should be pay per view personally. But does that kind of take away from? It? Obviously, you getting your money, so I'm not mad at you. But just in general. I don't give a fuck what people think. To be honest with you, <laughs> you know, like. Everyone got an ass, so yeah. you, everyone has an opinion. So it's okay if you don't want to watch it. Don't watch it. I'm I'm totally okay with it. No, no disrespect to anybody or, or what people think, but hey, this is a fight, you know. And in, in all honesty, shit, I would have fought him for free, but mm-hmm. you know, obviously we can't do that. But uh, you know, they say pay per view, then pay per view it is. Yeah. And if you guys don't want to watch it, don't watch it. I'm okay with that. And you guys always want to call this fight a joke, and I'm I'm okay with that too. You know, come hey, see Chris, me. Chris, no, 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 we we're yeah, not, gonna not gonna do that. Do that. Uh, Chris, you're one of those old school guys. Almost, you dare to be great every fight. I've been wanting to ask you this question for years. Yeah, it was it, years. It was in the mid 2000s. This guy, you know, America, we had no heavyweight. The Klitschko's was taking over. This guy was running through. We thought we had a guy. He, he he was knocking out everybody, running through everybody. He takes a loss. Then he come back and he avenges that loss. Then he steps in the in the ring with Chris Ariola. 
Do you know who I'm talking about? And you said, I'm going to beat the shit out of this guy. And you beat the shit out of that guy. Seth Mitchell. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Right? That was, that was a fun <laughs> I said, man, come on, Chris. <laughs> it, it, it was a fun fight, man. No disrespect toward him, you know, because shit, he deserved, he deserved to be right there. He, he was, mm-hmm. like you said, he was knocking motherfuckers out. He was doing what he was supposed to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my... My boxing love wouldn't let me lose to someone that just right, 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 right. got into boxing because he got the size. You know, my mm-hmm. respect was out to him. He did what he was supposed to, but yeah, you can't teach size. Yeah. At all. There's Back there's in- a couple there's a couple boxers out there that I that I wouldn't mind fighting that were just in boxing just because they can't they they have the size. And you know what? My, my respect goes out to them. It's more that's that's it's more of a personal thing for you then. Yeah, to me, it like was I more put like I put the thing. work in. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been in this game too long to lose to somebody that's just you know Johnny come lately kind of thing, and I didn't want to lose to him. You know, no disrespect toward him. You know, he did his thing and he did exactly what he was supposed to do. But I got a I got I a quick dose of PTSD. Breaks. I got a quick dose of uh, PTSD, and then I'm gonna let y'all get back to the uh, interview. But that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking the first time I fought Daniel Jacobs. He had he had only been fighting maybe a year, and I had been fighting I think at that point in time like six or seven years, and I was like, "There's no way this dude's gonna beat me," and it happened. So that PTSD <laughs> just showed up. But yeah, go go continue on whatever y'all was talking about. <laughs> hey, we're done. Hey Chris, man, I just. I just because, you know, talking about it was personal with Seth. Is it personal? Because I heard you say, you know, we could fight for free. Is it personal with Andy or, or just because, you know, fighting for free? I, per- I, I personally take every fight personal. You know, I like fighting. I love fighting. I ain't gonna lie, man. If you ask me to fight in the backyard, fuck it. Let's do it. I'll be fun. <laughs> ain't nothing like one-on-one fighting. One on one to me is the best kind of fighting. There's there's kind of respect. You're getting a respect for one another. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, whether you lose or you win, you know, there's that respect that, you know, we bought it, we fought it out one on one. You know, the best man won. There's been times that I got my ass handed to me. You know what? Get up, smile, and be like, Congratulations, sir. Mm-hmm. How, how do you think obviously your experience? How do you how does Chris Ariel beat Andy Ruiz? Um, capitalize on mistakes. That's one of the main things. I got to capitalize on whatever mistakes he does. Um, don't get hit. That's another thing, you know, because he got those bombs coming. You know, the the best person I could describe him to the person I fought is probably uh, Stavern. Stavern is one of those guys that fast hands, you know. And it's not that it's fast. It's just that it's fast out the draw, like a mm-hmm. gunslinger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And those are the shots that you get hurt with, the ones that you don't see coming. So you got to prepare it even when you're not ready. I had hey, one kind of, Go ahead, Ant. Hey, Chris, where, where did you get the love for boxing? Was you just beating people ass in the street? Like, where, where did this come from? Never. I've never been in a street fight, man. I slapped the shit out of a lot of people. Yeah, okay, I'll believe that. Oh, yeah, I'm about to say. Believe that. But I've never been in a street I got sued for slapping a guy, as a matter of fact. (laughs) Hey, why is is every fighter's go-to punch in the street that slap? (laughs) Oh, no, I ain't going to be... Well, you know what? I've always said, you know... I ain't gonna I ain't gonna punch no one because they ain't worth the the aggravation. Hey, Chris, Chris, Chris. Is this this case closed? 
I want to. Yeah, hey, it's close. All right, cool, cool. I had to pay that guy right. twenty five racks. All right, cool, cool. We good. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who he is, but fuck him. But the, uh, so, so I have one kind of left field, Chris. So you, you've had two fights that got switched to no contest because of marijuana tests. Yeah. You see these fights. You see these sports that are I'm starting to kind of shit. Well, they're starting to kind of be more lax with that being a banned substance. What do you think about boxing? Um, you mentioned kind of getting off narcotics and going that route. To to be honest with you, it's I don't understand why we're still being penalized for that for marijuana. Not a you know, because it doesn't benefit me. The only <laughs> thing that helps me with it helps me sleep hella good. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it, it there's no benefit to it, none at all. Um, you know, it should be PDs are the number one uh, thing in sports that really has to be looked at and be uh, enforced. As far as marijuana, like, come on, man. It's pretty dumb. You know, after I beat Andy, they may take this one away also. So, whatever. <laughs> oh, man. This is hey, smoke weed every day. Hey, Chris, this is set up <laughs> to be a classic fight, man. This will go down in the books. You know, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. All my fights, I always, I always wanted to be one of those water, water cooler talks. You know, when you get into the, in the office, you're like, oh, shit, did you see the Ariola fight? Did you see such and such? Did you see the way he got knocked out? The way he knocked that other guy out? Whatever it is, man, I fight for the people. I give myself, like literally, I give myself in the ring. And I love mm-hmm. I love it. I do. I mm-hmm. honestly do. I do it for the fans. And you know, the thing is, like, the average boxing fan could barely afford a fucking ticket. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in order for me to give, I give them myself because they give a little of themselves to me. Mm-hmm. So I do it with all due respect and I go in there to fight. And uh, this is guaranteed to be one of those kind of fights that mm-hmm. should be a water cooler fights. Is, mm-hmm. is that what you want to be remembered for when your career is done? Is being a guy that always went in there and, and banged it out? Absolutely, man. That's one of the things that I do want to be remembered for is that a guy that gave himself, gave it on every one of the fights. Win, lose, or draw, I came to fight, you know. It, it kind of bothers me when people, you know, disrespect me and talk shit about uh, my style of fight or my heart or whatever it is, like, you can't talk shit about that. You may talk shit about uh, how I wasn't in shape, how mm-hmm. I blew my chances, how I did all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, you're fucking right about that. And I had fun doing it. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I did. I had a blast yeah. blowing my fucking opportunities. You know, I wouldn't take shit back because, hey, that's who I am. And that's what brings me here. That's what now I'm putting 100% into this fight because I know this is like one of my last kind of chances type shit. Yeah. And do you ever think that uh, or or consider, hey, what if I was what if I had this mindset when I was 25? You ever go there? You know, of course, you think about it yeah. and stuff like that, but yeah. I wouldn't have it. It's yeah. a, this, this is the truth. Yeah. It's um, the best way to describe it is it's just having nothing and then having everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of that's why I don't that's why I don't blame Andy for him losing the second fight. Yeah. Dude, I would have probably been doing the same goddamn thing. Damn. Strippers and bitches and caviar are fucking We can't get him off. Yeah, yeah, we done. We done. No, he's doing great. Chris, if you could, if you could avenge one of your losses, who are you picking? Uh, Klitschko, the first Klitschko fight. Yeah. Oh, Plain and simple. You know, that yeah. fight was, I was really doing my best in it, but Klitschko was just, 
Big. He was he, he just he looked very big. <laughs> not just that he was big, but he was smart in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like he moved, but he didn't waste energy. If mm-hmm. it makes any sense, it was just everything was just so methodical, so smart in that ring. Mm. You think he would have beat Fury, Chris? Who Vitali? Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Absolutely, mm. he would have. Um, I personally feel that Vitali was a better Kletchko. Mm-hmm. Out of the two, because Vitali was the one that had the balls. Vitali was the one that came to avenge uh, Vladimir a couple times. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Big Brother had to come and step <laughs> in and to take care of shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, absolutely, I think uh, Vitali beats Fury how- easily. Now, you know what? Not easily in a good fight and actually fun fight. How do you see? How do you see AJ and Fury going? You know, I feel that Fury has more of a dog in him. You know what I mean? He has more of a fight in him, more of a willingness to win a fight. I don't think AJ does have that. He doesn't have that dog. He doesn't have that grit. He has that that British charm. He has that British, oh, cheerio. And then he'll go down and <laughs> won't get back up if if uh, Fury comes to him. Mm. Let's see. Hey, Chris, Chris, you're you're a realist, man. You keep it real. When, what are we gonna get you commentating or something? What what, what is it? After uh, you know what? Is over, man. The only way you'll see me commentating is if I'm allowed to curse. <laughs> you know, a la a la, a la Snoop Dogg. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the only way because I I don't mean to do it, but sometimes it just comes out. <laughs> And also, I don't think anybody's gonna be like, "Hey, sir, watch your language." Nah, I'll I'll keep them tamed. Put down. (laughs) I'll I'll keep them tamed. (laughs) You could drop drop right up the street to Fox, man. That's that's a nice little drop. Take over, Sean. He's got enough going on. Yeah, come on, Chris. It's nice. Let's do it. You know what? I I might give it a try after this uh, boxing career is over. See what I. See what I'll say. See if he if I get a chance. You should. You should. I and and hopefully they put me right next to you so I could I could bump you like hey yo hey, take it easy take it easy. <laughs> hey Chris, good luck, man. I'm excited for the fight. I'm excited. I don't care that it's on pay per view. I will be tuned in. Oh, I'll actually be there. Um, commentating. So I'll well, see you man, over there. We'll tune in. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, and I, then I'm if you don't want to anyway, tonight, so. you know there, there's a lot there's a lot of uh, websites out there that you can find a free. Hey Chris, uh oh uh oh. Not on here. Allegedly. Allegedly. Not on here. Don't do that here. Don't do that here. This is the four way podcast. Shit, you know people still doing it, man. Chris, yeah. bye. Allegedly. You can't talk to Chris. You can't talk Chris, to Chris. Uh, allegedly. Oh, <laughs> uh, good luck, Bro. Big Oh, my God. Bro, I remember when we used to go to the neighbor's house because they had a black box and watch all the fights. Yeah. Yeah, that was hey, a good time. I'm hood, man. Yeah, you gotta I find a way to watch the fights. Yeah, whatever it takes. Good yeah, luck, Chris. Takes, I see, I'll see you in about a week. Hey, right, thank you, man. Thank you, thank guys. Thank you. Hey, All right, man. Stay blessed, man. Yep. All right, hey, remove. <laughs> that dude is crazy. <laughs> remove. Hey, he actually <laughs> broke the f bomb record. You know I don't know who had it before, but he had it now. <laughs> you know what's a trip about him fighting Andy Ruiz is. We never had a Mexican or Mexican-American fighter challenge for the heavyweight title. And then here comes Chris Ariola, you know, heavy, heavy guy, kind of fat. And he comes in and he challenges for the heavyweight championship of the world mm-hmm. against Vitaly. And then just mm-hmm. about a decade later, a guy mm. from almost the same spot of Southern yeah. California, that guy, he was almost like an evolution. Like he was like a Charmeleon to Charmander. 
He was like Chris Ariola with faster hands and more <laughs> power, and and then he gets it done. So I hope he sees this and, and heard you and hear you call him fat. Both yeah, he waited him. until he waited oh, until hey, he got off. Both of them. Hey, son, you my guy. I ain't getting involved. I swear, the only reason I said fat is because I I heard Chris in the back of my head say, "Fuck it, bro. You know you can call me fat. It's okay." <laughs> <laughs> I was heavy set, big, and I said Chris would say, "Fuck it, bro. Just call me fat." So I hey, what a guy. Yeah. I still don't like that the right, fights Chris, on pay per view, but <laughs> right, Chris, don't don't please don't come at me, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. What a guy. And what you doing for the uh for the pay per view? I know we two weeks away, but what you doing for that? Are we allowed to do stuff? I'm I'm asking you. What you waiting? You waiting uh, until June, or you waiting? Hey, I, hey, I ain't gonna be able to get my man Carson at my house. He ain't budging. <laughs> when you budging? It depends on it. I mean, if there if there is if I keep it up, distance, if I keep it light. Hey, listen, listen if I keep it light, listen, yeah, listen. Carson went right. the shots, right? We're doing something like, in my house. I got one. Hey, I got one hey, shot. Carson went. Oh, oh, you you still getting? You gotta get the other got, one, right? I got another one coming. Two he weeks. gonna get the other one. He gonna be like, yeah, we're in there. Um, All right, Carson. I'm, I'm gonna stay here. I'm Carson good. made it first. <laughs> what, what you thinking? What keep it I'll, under ten? Yeah, keep it under ten. I'm gonna still have a mask on. I'm gonna still be in the corner. All right, out. both of the Sean's gonna be at the fight because you know how they get down. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. the wealthy, the wealthy. Why not? Hey, well, right. come on, come over to Sean. Come on, we come we, on. we 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 are well you past up? our time. What'd you today. say? We are oh, yeah. well past our time today. It's okay. We got we don't have like a hard deadline, but I enjoy that you say that anyway. Yeah, I know. Like we don't, we don't get paid. Like, yeah, for we're, getting, we're getting we're, we're getting word from the producers. That we gotta the light. Yeah, they gave me the light. They gave me the they gave me the wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Never, never been a you know four belt champion at one fifty four ever. So Jamel Charlo Ooh. got a chance to do that. So okay. Mm. Mm. Hey, we need y'all to like, subscribe. You know, appreciate the love. Keep sending hey, questions. Let me tell y'all this: this podcast is going to another level very, very soon. It's going. We're going. Okay. We're going to make this bad boy over. Make it look sweet again. And um, we got some merchandise coming. They call it merch. I call it merchandise. So be looking out for that. God bless y'all. Have a great day. If you get a chance, make it the Porter way. The Porter way. Don't tell me you didn't enjoy what you saw because I know you did. What you need to do now, hit that subscribe button, hit the like, hit that notification button. Check us out every week, every Tuesday, something new for you right here on the Porter Way Podcast. A nature trail is more than a path. It's a place for laughter, self-reflection, and a breath of fresh air. All Trails Plus helps you plan your next hike so you can relax and enjoy the journey. Discover new trails near you with the Distance Away feature and get immersive trail previews and offline maps so you can take those exciting first steps with confidence. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus. Just use code PODCAST23 at alltrails.com slash podcast. That's three months free at alltrails.com slash podcast with code PODCAST23.